praise the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And welcome to this edition of Shi'ar Jashub. Shi'ar Jashub is the radio ministry outreach of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. This is Patty Scalzo inviting you to join us for this Through the Bible Study series taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, at our Sunday services. The title of the series is Heavenly Authority. We pick up today's program in the Old Testament book of 1 Samuel as Pastor Greg begins to speak about the circuit-traveling ministry of the judge and prophet Samuel. Now let's join Pastor Greg in the study. First Samuel chapter 7. Uh, last time we saw the repentance of Israel at Mizpah and the uh, great victory that the Israelites finally had against the Philistines who were attacking them. And it comes under Samuel's anointed leadership of them as a judge, as a preacher teaching them about repentance how Samuel cried out to the Lord and told the children of Israel not to cease crying out to the Lord, that he may save them from the hand of the Philistines, how Samuel made the sacrifice and the offering, and then the Lord thundered, a loud thunder, and he sent the Philistines into confusion, and the Israelites were able to drive them back, and eventually they regained many lands that the Philistines had taken, and uh, the last thing we spoke about was how Samuel erected the memorial stone known as Ebenezer, stone of help, saying, thus far the Lord has helped us. We'll pick up today in verse 13. So the Philistines were subdued and did not come anymore into the territory of Israel. And the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. So there was victory under Samuel's judgeship. Then the cities which the Philistines had taken from Israel were restored to Israel from Ekron to Gath, from the hands of the Philistines. And there was peace between Israel and the Amorites. So you have this time of peace after much suffering, much conflict, because the people finally repented. They were finally sorry for their sins. Then it tells us in verse 15, And Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. He's the, really the last great judge. Remember, we read about the judges in the book of Judges. It ended up with Samson. Then we found out that Eli, the high priest, also was a judge, anointed to lead the people. And now we see here Samuel was not just a judge. He was a judge all the days of his life. So he was one that God ordained and appointed to lead and deliver them, even from childhood. And we spoke about the conditions and circumstances of his birth. A very special position as the one that was supposed to lead, the one that was supposed to give some type of governance, some type of judicial uh, decision-making, and most important, to deliver the people out of the hands of the enemy. We talked about over and over how God raised up leaders here and there as the Spirit saw fit, to lead the people. And it's important because we'll see the transition period soon from this system of the Holy Spirit's freedom in Israel to the kingship, where the people cry out for a king. And God will use that kingship even 
that he'll give them for a purpose. But the one whom he has called at this point in time is Samuel all the days of his life to lead and deliver them. So Samuel was a Nazarite from birth. He was a Levite, a Kohathite. He was, we're told, a prophet. He's the first of the uh, major prophets in the Old Testament. He's a receiver of God's word. He's a judge. He's a judge all the days of his life. He's a priest, not in the order of Aaron, but in the order of Melchizedek and in the priesthood of believers. And he teaches the people. We saw he taught them, the people, about repentance, even as John the Baptist would. Then you read in verse 16, he went from year to year on a circuit to Bethel, Gilgal, and Mizpah, and judged Israel and all those places. So it brought him around in this position as judge. He travels around. He went on a circuit. He went around year to year. It was a regular habit to go through the central area of Israel. Mizpah is a city in Benjamin, more centralish in Israel. We talked about Mizpah when we studied the revival, the repentance at Mizpah. Gilgal is just this side of the Jordan River. Uh, it's where the people first reached when they crossed over the Jordan. So it's on the far eastern part of Benjamin as you go right near the Jordan River. Bethel is 19 miles north of Jerusalem on the Benjamin-Ephraim border. So it's not a huge area, but it's a central area in the important cities in Israel that he travels around and he goes around. And as a judge, he's at the beginning here of something that would be expanded on later on by believing leaders in the Lord. And remember, we're speaking about heavenly authority. This would be a pattern, a template that would be used later on. And it must have been used also to some degree by earlier judges. Remember in the book of Judges how Deborah says in her song, we read the song of Deborah uh, in Judges chapter 5 and verse 10. She says, Speak you who ride on white donkeys, who sit in judges' attire, and who walk along the road. So they're riding on donkeys, they're walking along the road, they're traveling as they wear the white attire of the judge. Far from the noise of the arches among the watering places, there they shall recount the righteous acts of the Lord. So as they come and go town to town and they come upon the watering place, in the watering place people met to to, to get their water, just like today in the offices around the water cooler, people tend to congregate and meet also and talk. Well, they would meet there at the water wells, and they would recount. There they shall recount the righteous acts of the Lord, the righteous acts for his villages in Israel. Then the people of the Lord shall go down to the gates. Speak, you who ride on white donkeys, who sit in judges' attire, and who walk along the road. So this traveling pattern, going on the circuit, bringing the word of God, was something characteristic, it seems, of some of the judges, and certainly of Samuel, who does it year in and year out. And that circuit ministry is expanded on by the New Testament apostles. And of course, we think immediately back to our study of the book of Acts and the apostles going out to bring the word. 
and specifically the Apostle Paul's missionary journeys where he would found different churches and then he would reinforce those churches by revisiting them or sending them epistles or sending other disciples to encourage them. And there was a circuit there, and we studied those different missionary journeys, and that circuit around from Israel north to Syria, into Asia Minor, into Greece, and around again. And finally, that circuit reaches over to Rome. In uh, the book of Acts chapter 14, we read about part of this in uh, verse 21, Acts 14, 21. And when they had preached the gospel to that city, that city's Derby and made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch. That's Antioch, Pisidia. Strengthening, this is why Paul went back to those cities. Listen, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith, and saying, we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. And so when they had appointed elders in every church, and prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. So they went around to strengthen them, to exhort them, to appoint the proper leaders there. This was the habit of Paul, and it happens several times in the book of Acts. In the book of Acts, you read about the accomplishments, but it was a struggle many times what they would have to endure on this circuit to go and bring the word of God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul tells the church there, in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 8, For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that's Asia Minor, that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even of life. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. So Paul speaks about how his faith has increased because God delivered them and will continue to deliver them. But they went through trials, troubles, burden beyond measure, above strength. He says despairing even of life as he went on his missionary journey and they were in Asia Minor. Later on in chapter 11 and verse 22, speaking against those who have corrupted the message he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 22, Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in deaths often. From the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes, minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, 
in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Besides the other things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches, who is weak, and I am not weak, who is made to stumble, and I do not burn with indignation. You see here the tremendous burden upon Paul, the suffering in going out for the Lord to bring this message that we could have it today. As he went about that circuit, even as Samuel went about his small circuit, and there's a sacrifice that's obviously being made by these men. The Fellowship of Sheer Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut, is dedicated to sending forth the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ and witnessing his salvation message to a generation at risk. And it would be encouraging to hear from our listeners. All correspondence should be mailed to Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. Also, let me invite you to our Sunday service. Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets at 10 a.m. at the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take exit 61 off I-95. Go south to Route 1. Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. Please join us next time for Shear Jeshub.